0: This is Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob and Lori provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Rob Burnett and Lori Gross on Financial Wellness
1: Radio. Welcome to Financial Wellness Radio with me, Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. Each week, we gather to discuss topics of current interest and importance related to your personal finances. We try to educate and make complex topics understandable. And while we're at it, have a little fun, maybe. I know Tony likes to p- poke fun at me. We'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> so joining me in the studio today is Lori Gross, our investment advisor, representative, and fiduciary leading our Troy office. Good morning, Lori.
2: Good morning, Rob. I guess I should be thankful that you guys don't poke fun at me as much as you poke fun at Tony. So, Well,
1: at, those, at least we save that for room. when you're
0: not here.
2: <laughs> Thanks. Yeah.
1: yeah, During the tax topics. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But uh, that other disembodied voice you're hearing, that's our, our good friend and our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony.
0: Well, good morning, Rob and Lori. I am hashtag blessed today to be here <laughs> on, on your show. Thanks for having me. I, I'm excited about this one now. Uh, Rob, I don't make fun of you. I just tell you, you can't touch anything. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch okay. any buttons. Don't touch your keyboard during the show. Don't, uh Yeah. Don't touch the mic. Just just talk. That's what you're good at. So uh that's what I tell you. But no, I'm just giving you a hard time. You know that. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so how about you, Lori? How have you been? What have you been up to?
2: Oh, what haven't I been up to? <laughs>
1: There's the truth.
2: Oh now come on. It's no, all good. Seriously. It's all good. Um We've been really busy here at the office and on top of that I'm a baseball mom and it is baseball season so you know been running back and forth to uh, high school baseball games all over the place and combating weather and um, I ran a 5k this weekend and it was one of those color runs. I think it took me three times of washing my hair to get all the dye out of my hair. That was that was interesting. I don't I don't know that I'll ever do one again. But you know, breathing all that stuff in was not the the most uh, enjoyable way to day way to spend my my Sunday afternoon. But oh, my wife and kids
0: <laughs> and I did the color run once. We did that once.
2: Yeah, it's it's fun, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. The kids really enjoyed it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, we've we've had a lot of rain here, so we did a lot of mud, of running through the mud. Oh, and,
0: um, that's never.
2: <clears throat> yeah, by the time you were done, you were mud covered as well as dye covered. So, yeah, it was interesting.
0: Yeah, we did it at the the state fairgrounds here in uh, in Minnesota, and all the streets are paved, and you just do it on the streets. So uh, there was no mud, which was nice.
2: Yeah, ours ours was all, ours was at a at a county fairgrounds, and it was all mud. Oh, that's too <laughs> bad.
0: That's too bad. <laughs> So, Rob, how are you doing? Have you been keeping busy?
1: Uh, we've been keeping very busy, uh, both uh, with the business here at work and then my, my wife had back surgery a couple of weeks yeah. ago and, and she's doing really well in her recovery. Her physical therapist say she's actually ahead of the curve of where she should be, so that's all good news. And uh, she's a, a very active person, so the, the fact that she has to sit down and rest and not do a lot of things is making her nuts. Which is in turn making me nuts. (laughs) Which
2: is in turn making us nuts. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: bet
0: it just uh, it rolls downhill, doesn't it?
2: It does.
1: (laughs) It does, but uh, she is doing. She's doing well, and so uh, it's still going to be a long recovery. But uh, we're, we're pleased with where she is.
0: Good. So, what are we talking about on our show today?
1: Well, today's show is our our monthly edition of the Bulls, Bears, and Riding the Stock Market Roller Coaster. Uh, we this, Once a month, we sit down and just focus on uh, topics in the investment markets, topics related to the investments. Uh, we want to educate, put uh, current events in historical perspective, and give some ideas of where we think the markets might be going. Now, we can't control the markets. Everybody agrees with that. But we can control how we respond to it, which is really what we want to focus on. The behavioral scientists have reduced this down to that simple equation, E plus R equals O.
0: Wait. I know that E plus R equals O. That's eating plus ribs equals O. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not quite, Tony. Is that what that means?
1: No. Um, it could, but not today. Oh,
2: yeah, Not in this scenario. Not in this scenario. My, bad. This scenario. My, bad. My bad. That's all right. <laughs> Hashtag all right.
1: There you mm-hmm. go. But it, it's events plus response equal outcome. So we can control our response. So how we navigate and respond to markets in a disciplined fashion being disciplined is really really important part, and that's really critical to your long-term financial well-being.
0: Right, and I always look forward to this one each month. When we talk about what's happening with the markets, it's been an interesting ride. It feels, though, like they've been a little calmer lately, Lori, but you never know, right?
2: Well, Tony, the the markets have continued to be rather calm over the past month. And the volatility index, or the VIX as we like to refer to it, uh, has been in a band between 12 and 14.5 over the last 30 days. And when you recall that the historical average of the VIX score is around 20, uh, the market ride has been a lot smoother this past month. In fact, the VIX has been below 20 for nearly 100 days now. And we've seen the S&P reach an all-time closing high in that time frame.
0: Well, I mean, a smooth ride in a growing market, I think all of us would like to see that continue. But then the question is, what's next? Uh, Given the impact of all the information out there, you know, the internet, 24-7 news channels, making sense of all this, uh, all the market information we get bombarded with every day, Uh, I know that's what this show is going to be about, trying to sort through that. I want to understand how the markets are going to affect our everyday lives for myself, my wife, our listeners, and ultimately, then, our retirements.
1: Well, understanding the impact of politics, both here and abroad, it's an important factor to understand but we can't lose focus on the financial underpinnings of our markets, what really matters, the fundamentals of earnings, of interest rates, of employment. That's still the foundation of our our markets and how we evaluate the health of our markets. And you know, other factors like the heating up of the 2020 presidential race. I can't wait for the ads to start here uh-huh. in Ohio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 20 declared Democrat candidates. Oh. I mean, last year was 17 for the Republican Republicans in the last presidential cycle, 20 for the Democrats so far, and they're all trying to stand out. So that's interesting watching that happen. You've got the high profile congressional hearings, uh, trade negotiations, terrorist attacks. The list just goes on. And recently, the long awaited special counsel report from Robert Mueller was released. Now the report indicated no collusion by President Trump's campaign, but the issue of obstruction of justice was left in limbo and just wide open to interpretation. So the political activity surrounding Mueller's report has continued and has even been escalated by a few congressional committees. So there's seemingly something new every day that gives the market analysts something new to worry about.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the news never stops. Our internet-driven, you know, the 24-7 news cycle, it seems there's always something to talk about. That presidential race for 2020, it's unfortunately begun in earnest. Uh, Now we're in that uh, the throes of all that political advertising and stuff that's coming fast. And then the Mueller report, Uh, the VIX doesn't always seem to care that much. And the markets have been relatively calm despite all this. Um, Has the Mueller report and those politics had any effect on the markets, do you think?
2: Well, Tony, unlike uh, the case for the newscasters, so far the markets don't seem to care about the Mueller report. Um, In fact, since Christmas uh, Eve of 2018, the S&P has risen 25%. Uh, Almost half of the stocks on the S&P are up at least 20% year to date u.s economic growth gdp was reported at 3.2 annualized rate for the first quarter which is well ahead of a consensus expectation in the 2.5 percent area and net exports were a key driver of that outperformance Um, core inflation rose just 1.7 percent which was below the two percent recent trend and as a result the u.s dollar gained strength against the euro Uh, With lower core personal consumption expenditures, the Federal Reserve's preferred inflation uh, measure at at 1.3% for the month and and ongoing strength in the labor market, investors saw the economic release as a positive signal of a stabilizing U.S. growth.
1: In in fact, Tony, there have been more knee-jerk reactions by the Wall Street traders based on proposals by the 2020 Democrat Party candidates than there has been from the usual sources for market volatility. Let me give you an example. From a stock perspective, the Medicare for all concept has rattled the healthcare stocks, but they seem to be settling down now. While may, many investors and equity strategists feel that Attorney General William Barr's letter about Mueller's report relieves that persistent concern about collusion and things of that nature, few in the investment, in the investment community had ever really expected any kind of a disaster for the president. They just didn't care.
0: Wow. It sounds like we're having quite a a nice, quiet period in the markets. Uh, Even interest rates aren't being raised constantly anymore uh, because of uh, low inflation, right? That's good news for the markets, isn't it?
2: Well, usually it is, but there are some limits there, Tony. Uh, Low interest rates have long-term ramifications, as do high interest rates. The Federal Reserve is uh, attempting to balance interest rates and the markets so that the the smooth ride we've experienced in the markets recently can be sustained. Uh, The federal budget deficit continues to climb, and we're on track to have another $1 billion budget deficit for 2019. And the student loan issue continues to grow as well, impacting the ability of recent graduates to do the, the things their predecessors were doing much earlier in life, like buying houses and having children.
0: Wow. Well, the markets are doing okay, but we still have other challenges uh, that you mentioned, right? So it looks like the stock market is still uh, the investment place to be. Uh, this is good information so far. I've got some more specific questions for you, but they're going to have to wait until the next segment. We're almost out of time here for this first segment. Is there anything else, Rob, you want to share before we take a quick
1: break? Well, Tony, we talked about it and mentioned that that ability to get uh, information 24-7, that news cycle, the internet. Sometimes that amount of data can just be overwhelming to clients and they'll just freeze up and just do nothing. So what we want to tell our listeners today is this is not something you have to do alone. Give us a call at 937-552-9990 and start the process to receive your complimentary portfolio analysis review. We'll sit down, take a look at what you have. The report will be personalized to your specific situation go down to our website at outlookfc.com. There's a lot of educational information there, including a connection to this radio show. So if you want to go listen to this show again, uh, they're there and typically we run the last four or five different uh, shows in history. So you can listen to past broadcasts as well. And as you take a look at that radio show, you can subscribe to it on that podcast through iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Well, we want all of our clients to be aware of how the markets affect them, affect their retirement because the goal we have for all of our clients is the same. Every week, it doesn't change. Have our clients retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. When you lose a spouse, you are faced with a whirlwind of emotions and decisions. Finances are the last thing on your
0: mind. At Outlook Financial Center, we focus on making life transitions easier. That is why we've put together a helpful guide that focuses on what women should do before they lose their spouse. Give us a call at 937-552-9990 or outlookfc.com to get your copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help.
2: Welcome back to Financial Wellness Radio with me, Lori Gross from the Outlook Financial Center. And in the studio with me today is our CEO, Rob Burnett, and our co-host, Tony Shore. Welcome back, guys.
1: Hey, we're back. Great
0: to be back.
2: This week, we're talking about our our bulls, bears, and riding the stock market roller coaster report from May of 2019. And in the first segment, we discussed a quick snapshot of the market's performance for the last month and from the downturn at the end of 2018. And we talked about some of the encouraging market news and the release of the Mueller report that have contributed to the market rally and the calming down of volatility, at least for now.
0: All right. Well, thanks for that recap, Lori. I've enjoyed the smoother ride in the market over the past few months. Uh, It's a little easier to uh, take. But I am concerned that a storm is coming. I know we've heard this off and on for the last year. Uh, the ongoing political battles, campaign rhetoric, this all makes me nervous and I wonder what to do next. So we've gone from all-time highs to a significant sell-off in a short period of time and then now back to a strong market rally. I I liked roller coaster rides as a kid, but not now because I've got (laughs) my 401k and I'm thinking about, hey, I'm getting older, I want stability. What are your thoughts, Lori, on the markets going forward?
2: Well, I want to spend some time today talking about one of the, the major influencers on the, the stock and bond markets, and that's the Federal Reserve Bank, mostly, most often referred to as the Fed. Um, the Fed gets a lot of media attention, but few Americans really understand the role that the Fed plays in our economy and why it matters to all of us. Um, The Fed is tasked with managing U.S. monetary policy by establishing short-term interest rates and controlling the nation's money supply. Their their two key objectives are to maintain stable prices and to promote full employment. Sounds good, right? Um, But the Fed policies have a direct and indirect impact on the economy, the bond market, and the stock market. And, And understanding the Federal Reserve provides investors insight into economic cycle interest rates stock prices and valuations
0: yeah the fed i'm glad you brought it up because to me the federal reserve it's like the man behind the curtain in the wizard of oz (laughs) it seems like there's always something going on but i'm not sure how it impacts me on a daily basis Uh, what does the federal reserve actually do
2: hey
1: tony are you a harry potter fan oh yeah Well, then you you may remember one of Hagrid's pets named Fluffy. (laughs) Yeah. Fluffy is an enormous three-headed guard dog. Now, the parallel to that is the Federal Reserve Bank is structured with three operating entities. They've got their Board of Governors. They've got 12 Federal Reserve Regional Banks. And they have the Federal Open Market Committee. So those are the three heads of the Federal Reserve Fluffy, if you will. Now, the current Federal Reserve is actually the third version of our central bank. There were two predecessors to it. The current Federal Reserve Act of 1913 created the current Fed, and it's seen its mission evolve into five key functions aimed at promoting the health of the U.S. economy and stability of the U.S. financial system. The first thing they do, which probably is something that we see most often on us, is they conduct monetary policy. What that means is they set... The policy with regards to funds and interest rates aimed at achieving maximum employment, stable prices, and moderate long-term interest rates. The second thing they do is they promote financial system stability. They work within the banking system and through other foreign central banks to support a healthy U.S. economy for our households, our communities, our businesses. Third, they supervise and regulate financial institutions and activities. They want to make sure, and you'll hear the term stress tests on banks and things of that nature, they want to make sure that if we have another severe situation like we had back in 2008, that the system is safe, that the financial activities of the banking system can continue to move forward. Fourth, they foster a payment and settlement system safety and efficiency. It allows uh, banks and and us as consumers to move funds safely back and forth. With a lot of uh, electronic banking going on nowadays, this is really an important part of their function. And lastly, they promote consumer protection and community development. They ensure banking customers are treated fairly and have access to trustworthy for financial institutions that support their communities.
0: Well, that's interesting. I didn't know that our current Federal Reserve Bank was uh, the third iteration or version of our central bank, and I didn't appreciate just how much influence they have over the economy. I thought Uh, When I think of Federal Reserve, I just think they have the ability to raise and lower interest rates, which of course affects our economy.
2: Well, you know, the decisions and policies of the Fed impact all of us directly and indirectly every day, Tony. My favorite entity to to watch regarding how markets behave is the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC. over the years, the Federal Reserve has implemented changes to become much more transparent with their current policies, decisions, and thought processes. The FOMC meets eight times per year, and the meeting schedule is known a year in advance. And this is a prepared statement read after each meeting uh, that's usually at 2 p.m. on the day af- of the meeting. This is followed by the Fed chairman hosting a televised press conference after each FOMC meeting. Much can be gleaned from listening to these events and, and hearing expert opinions and reading the FOMC meeting minutes for yourself.
1: Now, market watchers and analysts, they hang on every word, every nuance. I'm, I'm convinced somebody's their timing is breathing pattern. <laughs> Trying to get an idea what the net direction the Fed may be taking. And depending on what the Fed says or what they don't say or what the watchers perceive they heard, you'll often see a spasmodic response in the market. And the market may go up, it may go down, depending on what the analysts heard or thought they heard. It's, it's You can almost set your watch by it. At two o'clock in the day of the of the Federal Open Market Committee report, you can literally watch the market spike one direction or the other. That's really an interesting thing. Like I said, you almost set your watch by it. Now, a specific example of how that worked. Remember back in 2018, uh, the Federal Open Market Committee said they were going to slow their pace on interest rate increases from three in 2019 to perhaps one. Now, the markets really like that. So you saw the market spike and jump, and that's really been a, a major contributor to that 25% increase in the S&P 500 that we've seen since Christmas Eve.
0: Uh, One of the many things our listeners and I appreciate about this show is you always put events in context and help make those complex issues of the day understandable. Uh, So now when I read news about the Fed, the term monetary policy always comes up. Uh, What is covered by monetary policy and how does it impact me?
1: Well, Tony, monetary policy refers to the Fed managing the money supply and the lever of the short-term interest rates to achieve its objectives related to inflation, consumption, growth, and liquidity. They've got four tools at their disposal. The first and the most public one we all recognize is to manage the discount rate. This is the interest rate the Federal Reserve Banks charge commercial banks for short-term loans. Lower rates are going to encourage the banks to lend and become expansionary, while higher rates will discourage lending and the banks will contract. Just to clarify, the much-quoted Fed funds rate is the rate that the banks charge each other for overnight loans versus the discount rate, which is the rate the Fed charges for over loans they make to the banks. Now, the Fed funds rate and the discount rate are going to be directly reflected in the interest rate consumers and businesses pay on loans and mortgages.
2: Well, and secondly, the, the Fed can adjust the reserve requirements. The Fed dictates the portion of deposits that banks must hold in cash reserves. And the more reserves that are required means less funds are available to be loaned to businesses and consumers. And this will likely make loan interest rates higher and will make getting the credit approval much more difficult.
1: The third tool, which really took center stage after the 2008 financial crisis, is the open market operations that involve the buying and selling of U.S. government securities. Uh, The Federal Open Market Committee has the responsibility to implement the open market operations and the Federal Reserve Bank of New York executes those trades. When the Fed makes those purchases, they're essentially injecting cash into the monetary system. The net effect is the lowering of the cost of borrowing and makes money more available for lending.
2: Well, the, The fourth monetary policy tool is the interest rates paid by the Fed on excess reserves held at the Reserve Banks. Uh, the tools. This tool allows the Fed to incentivize banks to lend or not to lend. Uh, the banks make risk decisions on whether it's worth the risk to lend or take the Federal Reserve guarantee. And if you want to see a history of how the Fed manages the Fed funds rate uh, in different economic conditions, just ask Fred.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, ask the Fed. Who's Fred, though?
1: Well, FRED is an acronym for the Federal Reserve Economic Data. And if you're looking for FRED, you can find him at the St. Louis Federal Reserve Bank's website. And what the data shows is how interest rates are changed during times of of economic expansion versus recession. So the Fed's raising short-term interest rates during periods of economic expansion to keep inflation and growth under control. That's sort of what we're seeing going on right now in our markets. When recessions hit, The Fed reacts quickly to lower rates, thus encouraging loans and capital investment to motivate economic expansion once again.
2: And the severity of the 2008 recession caused the Federal Reserve's FOMC to take additional action in the open market to avoid a depression. Uh, They implemented a program called Quantitative Easing. The central bank was able to inject trillions of dollars into the banking system by aggressively buying U.S. government securities and mortgage-backed securities from banks.
0: Well, uh, that was an ugly time in our financial history right there, and you've talked about the impact on other Financial products and services being negatively impacted by that long period of very low interest rates. So where do we go from here?
2: Well, history tells us that the the Fed averted a complete financial meltdown by aggressively taking the Fed funds rate to zero while simultaneously injecting massive amounts of liquidity into the banking system. The final chapter of this grand experiment is yet to be written as the Federal Reserve now grapples with returning their balance sheet back to the pre-crisis levels while getting interest rates safely off zero. And this is why you saw the previous interest rate hikes move the Fed funds rate from zero to two percent. And when the government securities um, the Fed purchased mature, they're not repurchasing any replacement on those.
0: I find it interesting how the Federal Reserve plays such an important role in our investments. What are some key takeaways for our listeners today?
1: Well, Tony, understanding the Federal Reserve along with their forecasts on economic growth, inflation, and monetary policy can go a long way to evaluating the opportunities available in the financial markets. There's an old investing mantra that states, don't fight the Fed, you're going to lose. Historically, this phrase has uh, really been sound advice for investors. When the Fed is actively lowering interest rates, taking your portfolio to the high end of your risk tolerance is a good idea. Lowering interest rates equate to lower corporate borrowing rates and potentially higher profits.
2: Well, as the Fed encourages economic growth through easy money, don't be afraid to jump on the growth train. Conversely, when the the Fed is tightening monetary policy to slow an overheating economy, it may be a good time to reposition your portfolio to carry less risk. And while this is not a foolproof strategy, it does guide you to buy low and sell high at the margin. Uh, The Fed tightens monetary policy when the economy is strong and asset prices are likely high, and they ease monetary policy when the economy is weak and asset prices are likely low.
0: Okay, I get it. Unfortunately, our time is up for today. Is there anything else you want to add before we go?
1: Well, Tony, I hope our show today was educational and will spur our listeners to go do something with what they learned today. That's the big takeaway we want to have for our clients. Take something you heard, go learn more about it, go do something, call your advisor, or give us a call at 937-552-9990. Let us uh, hook you up with your own complimentary portfolio analysis review schedule that one hour, no cost, no obligation consultation. Come in. We'll talk to you about your report, answer your other questions, because at the end of the day, Tony, we still have the same goal. Retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired.
0: All right. And that does it for today's episode of Financial Wellness Radio with our hosts, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross. Thank you for listening to Financial Wellness Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett or Lori Gross at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfc.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Outlook Financial Center, LLC. Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC and Outlook Financial Center, LLC are affiliated companies. Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.